The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. All right, listen up. The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, and callers. Don't necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR, <laughs> FM, its management, or sponsors, <laughs> or other producers. <laughs> that was live here on WTBR 89.7, starring Beverly Prentice <laughs> and her giggly, goofy, sometimes very depressing <laughs> disclosure. <laughs> depressing? It is depressing? It sounded it. Okay, it just sounded like mad. Do you know that you can talk with a, a Western accent if you just put your vat down on your, I guess your vat down on your teeth with your fingy, in, finger in, your, okay. your put fring- your finger in your mouth on your back teeth, your pinky uh-huh, and then if uh-huh. you talk like that, you, uh-huh. can, you can get the real twang right there because you don't put your teeth together. Oh, let me see if you I sh- can do that. No, I, I ain't got that. Oh, you got it, girl. I, I, it, do, it don't sound right to it me. It sounds perfect. <laughs> it sounds like chowing on something. You're down <laughs> chowing on something while you, you get a piece How of, did you figure this out? I was watching. Oh, forgive me. <laughs> I was watching a YouTube video. Yes. There's this very pretty young girl uh-huh. who scams scammers on the <gasps> phone. Oh, oh, I love her. Oh, you know who I'm talking about. No. She is so funny and so good. She can do the voice of Alexa. She can do the voice of Siri. She can do an old lady voice. She can do all kinds of accents. She can sound like a teenager. She can sound, and she said, if you put your finger in the, if you bite <laughs> down, if you bite down, she was scamming this guy. Oh my gosh! And she's telling him how to talk Southern because he's, he says, "Hello, uh, this is Microsoft. I'm going to pick your computer." She says, "Where are you from?" "I am from Texas." Well, "Where were you from originally?" "I am from Texas." <laughs> "Where? Where in Texas?" "Texas." <laughs> so she's telling him he needs to change his name. He says his name is Charles, and she says, "Well, you got to be called Chuck." Because in Texas, they call you Charles, and then your nickname is Chuck. So the whole thing is she she now befriends this guy. Now, was she the one who was calling about a problem? She or? was calling because they called her and said, call back oh, okay. so we can help you with whatever, uh-huh. our gift card or whatever. Okay. You, know, you, you send us, you know, $10,000, and we'll send you $4 million, <laughs> you know. So she says you take your pinky and you put it in the back behind, underneath your molars, and bite, you bite down on it. Uh-huh. So when you bite down on it and you do the accent, it sounds like 
the your, real thing. The real thing. You know, like my friend Jerry from Tennessee. So oh she gosh. is getting him to do this. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh. So uh, that's where that came from. But you I did love a, it. You I did a fine it. job. And I'm Lynn. And, and Bev. And together we are Stuff. And we're here every Thursday morning at 8.30 on WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. My husband hurried out this morning to go to get his coffee and go into the office. And he said, I got to go in. I got to listen to your show. <gasps> I love that, that man. Now listen so here. Good. Yes. Husbands out there, listen carefully. We don't thank you enough. We don't love you up enough. We think you're wonderful, and we want you to know that we respect and love you. Amen, sister. Say it. Hallelujah. <laughs> now they need to say that back. I, I, I say that because I happened to look on Facebook of all places, and they had this theme that said something about husbands are What's wrong with husbands when they, you know, you're married for a long time and stuff? And it's because you don't respect them and you don't thank them enough for the little things. Ouch. So I'm doing it for all of you. <laughs> so they're covered? They don't have to do it every day? You covered it for how long? A year? A month? A couple of minutes. A decade? <laughs> <laughs> Is it, you do it once and you're covered? Yeah. Kind of like what guys do. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> I'm doing the opposite of what she's doing. So listen to me because I got the words. I got the words. That was really nice. And I know you do appreciate your husband. I do. I do. say that a lot. I I may speak ill of him, but I I really, really shouldn't. And I apologize. Is it hot in here? It's hot in here. (laughs) Who's calling me? That is not my husband, is it? No, no, it's not. It's probably a She's getting a a phone call. And in the meantime... Yeah. I will do this first PSA. Good. Yes? Oh. Yes? I thought they were for breaks. Oh, they're for breaks. It doesn't matter. On we go. Okay. Well, we can take for breaks. Just stay tuned. <laughs> you see stay, how organized and well. Stay tuned for this? our two PSAs. And if you don't know what a PSA is, it's a public service announcement. announcement. Yes. PSA. It's yeah. not an urgency. It's a PSA. Bus. Bus. <gasps> okay. Holidays. Let's see. My desk is covered. So I was in Florida for a week. Ooh. It was cold. Oh. It was wet. Kind of like here. And it was wet and it was cold. <laughs> and that's uncomfortable. Um, we had good company. We did do some fun stuff, but it was cold. Okay. And now it's 70s and 80s. Uh-huh. We didn't get to go on our manatee ride, you know, swim with the manatees because oh. it was cold. Oh. Yeah, it was cold. I didn't have the right clothes, of course. Oh, it was cold. So today is January 20... What is today? 5th. Today is the 25th? I think so. That's a Wednesday. No. What is today? Wait a minute. Today is Yesterday January 25th. 24th. Why is this here? <laughs> this is so funny. It says on my days of, days of the week holidays, Yeah. it says January 25th, Wednesday. <gasps> is, is this the wrong year? See, I know because I got paid. <gasps> That's why, Mary, you got paid? Yesterday. I don't get paid. Don't, you don't get SS? Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant for doing the show. Oh, gosh, no. So, hey, Mary. So, remember when Mary said we're a day off? No. 
Mary Hood said that we are a day off on the holidays. Oh, you were. I am. Yes. And now I know why. Why? Because I think this is for a different year, this whole list I have. Uh-huh. Because this says January 25th, Wednesday is opposite day. Ah. ah. All right. So I'm, I'm just going to wing it because I don't want to look on my phone because that will take a little longer. Okay. So I'll just wing it. Um, and if you are confused, don't worry about it. Just pick, <laughs> pick, pick one of the day subjects that you happen to like, uh-huh. assign it to your own day, uh-huh. and there you have it. So we'll just say that the 25th, which is not today, okay, uh, the day we're recording, right? it's actually, <laughs> here, here we go, let's start with February. Okay. So we got February 2nd, I won't say the day of the week, which I think will help. February 2nd is Day of the Crap. February 2nd is also Play Your Ukulele Day. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's the day of the what? Crap. Crepe. Crepe. Oh, that's Don't they say crepe in Paris? I don't. In France? I've never been. I, I, I'm I, not French. I, I don't speak French. I just thought it would sound French if I said crap. I thought you said crap. <laughs> crap? <laughs> Did you say the crap? No, nah, I don't think that'd be a good day. Okay. Then you got February 3rd, which is Work Naked Day. <coughs> Aren't we always all naked? Oh, that's so funny because this morning when I was driving in here today with my hubby, when I was laughing and he said, what are you laughing at? And I said, I look at all these houses and I know some of these people are still in bed and they might be naked. <laughs> I don't even know how to address that. <laughs> no pun intended. Get it? Uh, dress? <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. It's just my mind yeah. goes in weird places. Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> um, can we all say lobotomy, boys and girls? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on the February, February 3rd is Carrot Cake Day. February 4th is Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. The 4th is also Thank Your Mailman Day. It's also Create a Vacuum Day. Don't know what that means. <laughs> and it's also Stuffed Mushroom Day. Ooh. Then we have the 5th, which is National Weather Persons Day. We go on to... Chocolate fondue day, also on the fifth. On the sixth, why do we have weathermen? It's le- why do we have weathermen or women? Why? Because they're never right. No, they're not because they're not weathermen or woman women. They're actors, oh. and they just read what somebody else wrote. Who's probably not even a meteorologist. Oh, so that's why. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, then we, ha- well, maybe some are meteorologists, maybe. but some are, I know they're actors. So uh, February 6th is Lame Duck Day. The 7th is Send a Card to a Friend Day. Oh, I did that yesterday. That's nice. Yeah. You send those really nice uh, online. Yeah. Jacqueline they're fun. Lawson. Lawson. Uh, the eighth is Laugh and Get Rich Day. So I'd like to know how to do that. Yeah. And then February 9th, my birthday, is Toothache Day, which I actually have right now at this moment. Isn't no way. Sure do. Oh. <gasps> yeah, I got one stubborn molar back there that um, on and off, on and off, on and off. You need a drink. I need a drink. My mother, when we had toothaches, she would give us whiskey. Whiskey? Yeah. Did it help? Yeah. Really? Because we went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> How much did she give you? She Just enough. Enough uh, to relax you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, 
Okay. <laughs> I don't have any whiskey. I think that's why I don't like it now. Oh, oh I think the taste of like alcohol like that. Like, yeah. I don't know how people, vodka, gin, I don't know how. You got to mix it. Oh, ooh. even if you mix it, I don't know. Okay. Okay. I have three. All righty. And now let's see. I have two true and one false. Okay. NFL teams are divided into three conferences. <laughs> Apples and pears are part of the rose family. The liver is the second heaviest organ in the body. Okay. One of those is? True. True. So will you, we will review that at the top of the Two second. Two of those half. are true. Two are true. One is false. Right. We'll review those at the top of the second half of our show okay. and give you the answer at the end. Mm. So that means you have to listen to all the, the whole way. show. Until <laughs> the end. Sorry. So I have a, um, oh, I had something I wanted to talk to everyone about. I have a problem. Okay. Oh. So I realized the other day <gasps> that I have. I have something specially for you. <laughs> especially for okay. you. Okay. Is it going to help my problem? Yes. I have a rubber band problem. No, this isn't that problem. So go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so I've got this thing. <laughs> this is serious. I've got this thing about rubber bands. Like when I buy a bundle of asparagus and there's a rubber band, a rubber band on it, I get excited and I take it off and I save it in the drawer. If it's got two on it, yeah. I feel like I really got a bonus. Yeah. So they're kind of wide. Yeah. And they're real, they're real good for Tough. For stuff, they're tough. Yeah. And then you've got those little tiny rubber bands that you have to be very careful because if you stretch them too far, they'll snap. Right. Then you've got the ones that are kind of um, kind of floppy, Ugh, that stretch too much, like and you have to go around and around and around and around too many times. This is a really I also big noticed that problem. when you put a rubber band around something and you put it in the freezer, which I know you're probably thinking that, why would she do that? Well, I do. And then you take it out of the freezer months later. The rubber band is huge because it's been in the freezer that long. But here's a tip. You let the rubber band sit on your counter and warm up and it will go and shrink almost back to its original size. Will it crack if you try to open it when it's in the freezer? I haven't tried that. Because doesn't that dry it out? It doesn't. It gets just the opposite. Huh? Mine don't. But the dried out ones, if you have a dried out rubber band with uh -huh. the little tiny cracks and uh -huh. the little tiny lines, and just toss it out and okay. say a little prayer and that's it. Okay. But I really get excited if I see a rubber band on the ground in the parking lot maybe of the supermarket. Ooh. I look at it and I go, oh, a rubber band. There, there's a dark secret <laughs> land under there somewhere. <laughs> What the, hey, man, rubber bands? So that's my wow. problem. That's my problem. Okay. My rubber band thing going well, on. Well, I couldn't think of anything to do for this show. So I, I went to, to Reader's Digest, and they're pretty good, and they have some facts that you may not know. And since you brought up earlier this thing about a toothache, I have a cure. Get out. I have a cure. Ancient... Egyptians used, <laughs> I'm no. waiting to see your face, dead mice to ease toothaches. In ancient Egypt, people put a dead mouse in their mouth if they had a toothache, according to Nathan Belofsky's book, Strange Medicine, a shocking history of real medical practices through the ages. 
mice were also used as a warts remedy in Elizabethan England. So, you know, you got you haven't got a cat, so you probably have a mouse hanging around somewhere. So you know what I say to that? <laughs> pull it. Pull Just it? Pull it. Pull pull the pull the mouse? The tooth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I can't even imagine anyone putting a dead anything. Well, I guess we eat chicken and beef. And I stuff. know. I mean, come on. <laughs> but a dead mouse, I can't. I I would like to see if that really, if, if anyone did it, they must have. If it's in there, right? The ancient Egyptians. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And how did they? Any ancient out? Egyptians out there? Hey, mommy. Uh, yeah, give us a call. <laughs> you or you can email us at stuffingforus at gmail.com. And let us know if that really works. <laughs> and really if anyone out there has ever tried that. <laughs> you can email us and let us know how that went. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So I have um a buffet today um of all kinds of things I have here spread out on my desk and i can't eat any of them uh probably not well this one you like eggs i do okay so the entire yolk of an egg is actually only one cell whoa um one of nature's largest cells hmm it's one big cell in fact an ostrich egg which can serve about 24 people for breakfast. Wow. Is probably the largest cell nature manufactures currently, that is. That's a cell. Wouldn't one the big sun be a cell? cell? I don't know. It's one piece? I don't know. But I guess we'd have to. Uh, okay. Maybe on the earth. Okay. Maybe in the animal world. Maybe but that would be the ocean. Okay, well, look. <laughs> I'm just reading what I have here on the paper that I printed off of the internet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I never thought of the egg yolk as a cell. No. Nope. big cell. No. Nope. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Hmm. So I saw, oh, 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 speaking of eggs. Oh, yes. oh. What, what? Oh, what? no, go ahead, because I have more on eggs. Well, no, 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 go ahead. So so I, I saw this guy who was, was testing how to, how do you crack an egg open without worrying about getting little shells uh-huh. and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so what he did was, and I haven't tried it yet, he took the egg and he dropped it into the pan or into a bowl. He just dropped it and then picked it up. And the egg came out with, and the shells stuck to the membrane on the inside uh-huh. and didn't go off into his bowl. He was really happy about it. And I thought to myself, I don't think there's many times in my life when I've cracked open an egg and got a shell. So it's not a common It's not common, problem, no. But it'd be interesting for you all to just take an egg, drop it in the pan and pick it up. See what happens. See what happens. Compression. It's mm-hmm. got to be the compression Something. on the bottom of the egg. Mm-hmm. But it, you can take... But the sh- pieces of shell stuck to the membrane so it didn't come off into the pan. Right. But if you if you do get a piece of shell, take another piece of shell, and it'll attach to the one in your egg and come out. Well, listen to you. <laughs> I've done that, and it does work. Well, I'll be darned. <laughs> It's like a magnetic shell. The albumin or whatever it is. Well, listen to those big words. (laughs) (laughs) I am impressed. I'm going to make some eggs just to do that on purpose. (laughs) And I'm going to do your trick. Okay. I'm going to record it and I'm going to put it on YouTube and I'm going to take all the credit. 
I'm going to do the one this guy said with Drop dropping it. it. Yeah. Okay. I thought he meant drop on the floor and just nope. pick up whatever <laughs> it was. Nope. Just drop it. But if you drop it on the floor, it does kind of spread out. Oh, it's the worst thing to clean up. Yeah. It. You've had to do that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's got to be a way. Yeah. All right. Oh, my, for me? Okay. <laughs> Japan released sushi-inspired Kit Kats. For a limited time in 2017, Tokyo's Kit Kat Chocolatery Shop made three types of the chocolate bar that were inspired by sushi but didn't actually taste like raw fish. The tuna sushi was raspberry. The seaweed-wrapped one tasted like pumpkin pudding. And the sea urchin sushi was the flavor of Hokkaido melon with mascarpone cheese. All were made with puffed rice, white chocolate, and a bit of wasabi. So is the fish actually in there? or it's No. Okay. All sounded good to me. Sounds like an April Fool's thing for me. Does it? <laughs> it does. I think... For all of that, I would leave out the wasabi. Can you imagine Ew, with, with sweets? Yeah, I don't think I would do the wasabi. No. And I and you do you like wasabi? No. Um, I you know like, you do. If I can mix it with the soy sauce and the ginger, just mm-hmm. a tiny bit of the wasabi because yeah. it's so it's so strong. It's, yeah. yeah. So here's some more about eggs. This is from okay. the Farmer's Almanac, by the way. Mm-hmm. The color of the shell is strictly a function of the breed of the bird. So sometimes we might hear that brown eggs are more nutritious, mm. brown eggs taste better. Fallacy. You can usually tell what color a chicken will lay by looking at the color of her earlobe. Chickens, Chickens have, have earlobes? <laughs> <laughs> what? No <laughs> way. <laughs> what? Come here, baby. I want to see your earlobes. (laughs) (laughs) That came like right out of the sky. Bam. Earlobe. Earlobe. Oh, God. Hens with white ears produce white eggs. Hens with red ears produce brown eggs. And hens with bluish green ears produce bluish green eggs. I have seen that. The bluish green eggs. Yeah, but not the ears. Not the ears. Someone out there has chickens. Yes. Take a look and let us know because, dang, that's a, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's a yeah, really that's good one. A real good one. That's a real good one. I want to know. Have you ever seen bluish green eggs? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I um, I had a house I went to see, and the lady had chickens, and I went out, and sure enough, they were bluish green. So I didn't think of checking their earlobes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they can pierce their ears. If you wouldn't that be adorable? <sighs> Maybe they do. Maybe they have to keep track of their chickens. Oh, go and they away. put a little earring no, in there. Stop, <laughs> please. Ow. I okay. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that was a surprise. Wow. Abraham Lincoln was a bartender. You know that the 16th president of the United States fought for freedom of slaves in the Union, but what you didn't know was that he was a licensed bartender. Lincoln's liquor license was discovered in 1930 and displayed in a Springfield, I don't know what state, liquor store. 
According to Wayne C. Temple, a Lincoln expert, Congress wanted to fire Ulysses S. Grant in 1863 because he drank a lot. And Lincoln's response was to send Grant a supply of whiskey. <laughs> Love it when you hear about people like that who had who had um, chutzpah. Yeah, yeah. They had a. They were. They had a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, love that. Um, really love that. <laughs> Americans consume an average of how many eggs do you think per year? One person. Oh, I can go through three or so a day. So really? Yeah. And your cholesterol's okay so far. Wow. It's about nine hundred eggs. I wow. Would say. You eat a lot. No. This says two hundred eighty-one eggs per year. Huh? That's not a lot, according to you. <laughs> so what else does it say about it? It just says um, which keeps about two hundred eighty-five million hens busy day and night. And if you'd like to keep your own hens busy, <laughs> check out this thing Earlobes. called Raising Chickens. <laughs> if there's a Raising Chickens blog that you can check out. I don't know where it is. Well, I that's don't know the one I'm going to look at to find out if they have earlobes. Absolutely. That's got, I've got to find out. I'm trying to picture a chicken, and I can't picture it. I can see pictures. They're all under the, maybe they're flat. All right, you said, no, you can see the chicken, you just can't see the ear. Correct. Okay. Yeah. It's got to be disguised in the, the feathers. feathers. Yeah. Mm. 281 pe- eggs per year. Um, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a lot, does it? I'm not going to say anything else. Yeah, it sound like a lot. Somebody's going to write in and say, you're killing yourself. Well, <laughs> well, no, because, you know, there are studies that I've, I mean, not deeply read, but I've heard that eggs are not as bad as they say as far as They're cholesterol. They're good for your eyes. And my uncle used to eat eggs every day, but uh-huh. he also ate onions every night in, with a salad. And he had perfect cholesterol. And he swore <sighs> that it was, the, it, was, it was the fact that he, he ate the onion that I can counteracted. I without the onion. Oh, I love onions. So does Greg. Really? Yeah. You know, I saw a cooking show where the chef took a red onion, cut it in half, hollowed it out, so it was like a cup, Uh baked it in the oven, took it out, made a stuffing, stuffed the onion, baked it again with Parmesan cheese all over the top that melted, and I'll tell you, it looked darn good. There's a bunch of stuff like that around. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I lived with a chef. Although I don't know that Mark would appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he would, though. He likes to eat, too. Speaking of cooking and onions, onions were found in the eyes of an Egyptian mummy. Pharaoh Ramses IV of ancient Egypt had his eyes replaced with small onions when he was mummified. The rings and layers of onions were worshipped because people thought they represented eternal life. This aligns with the reason for mummification, to allow the pharaoh to live forever. (sighs) Can you imagine the smell? I can't imagine doing it. Somebody plucking out somebody's eye and putting in an onion. Well, they plucked the brain out through the nose. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay, onward we go. So... At first, I thought it was kind of cool that I talked about onions out of the blue, and you had something about onions out of the blue, and now I wish you never said it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So here we go. Do you want to find out if your eggs are fresh? I know how to do that. How? You drop it in water. And if it floats, it ain't good. Okay. If it sinks all the way down to the bottom, it's perfect. All right. Let's see if you're right. Okay. An old-fashioned but valid test for egg freshness is accomplished by gently dropping a whole uncooked egg into a salt solution. Hmm. Salt solution. Two tablespoons of salt and two cups of water. If it's a very fresh egg, the egg will be full and heavy, and it will sink and tip to one side. If moderately fresh, it will remain suspended in the middle of the water in an upright position. If it bobs to the top, it is stale. So you were right, but you didn't add any salt. I didn't know anything about the salt. Um, I wonder if that just makes it more dense. I wonder. Yeah. Doesn't go through the shell, I hope. I don't think so. Doesn't permeate. No, I don't think so. Okay. I didn't know about the middle part, though. That, that's, that's, if you look, that would be a maybe. Yeah. I would crack it open to see what it looked like. Yeah. I know that I've heard that, and I've seen it, if you crack open an egg and the white part, the clear part, just goes flat, completely flat in the pan. Yeah. It's not a fresh egg. It should, it should be flat on the edges and then build up Uh to that level around the yolk, that puffy part around the yolk. I like to watch that. that. Yes. Me too. And I also learned that when you boil eggs for hard-boiled eggs or soft-boiled eggs, Mm -hmm. you put a little white vinegar in the water. Yeah. And uh, let let me think now what it was. You put put a little white vinegar in the water and the eggs will Peel? peel better. You've heard that too? I have heard it, but I've Mm. never tried it. This is making me a little bit hungry. Uh Yes. Did you ever have egg cups when you were a kid? What are egg cups? Ah, my sister's listening. She knows. So there's these cute little cups that, um, it's like, let's see, if you... If Are you, those the ones that you use for poaching eggs? No, you make a soft-boiled egg, and then you take it out, and you put it in the egg cup. And the egg cup looks like, it's ceramic, and it looks like oh, half an yeah, egg. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. can be a little duck, or it could be a little, my mom had, I think we had a little duck and a little chicken or something. Okay. And then it looks like it's holding the egg. Right. And then my mom used to tap all around the edges of the shell, uh-huh. take the top off, and then... We would dunk our toast and everything, salt and pepper and stuff, in the soft-boiled egg in the little egg cup. I wish I had mine. Boy, you were privileged, weren't you? you? Yeah, were what did you do? Kind of <laughs> we were spoiled. I guess. <laughs> I wish I had my egg cup. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Frankenstein's creature was a vegetarian. Hmm. Both Victor Frankenstein and Creature are fictional characters in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein in the classic novel. Creature says, my food is not that of man. I do not destroy the lamb and the kid to glut my appetite. Acorns and berries afford me sufficient nourishment. I'll be darned. Huh. That's a quote. I I thought it was. I didn't think that you spoke that way. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kept them regular, for sure. All that fiber. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, today I said that I had a buffet, and my buffet really right now only includes eggs. 
Well, I'm adding to it with onions and, 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 and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, acorns and berries. Yeah. What's a, so this is a foodie show. Okay. This is a foodie show. By the way, there's going to be something coming up in April that they're doing at the studio where some of us are trading shows. So just want to kind of give you a heads up to, to stay tuned for that. We are not sure how this will unfold, but we are trading shows for a moment or yeah. or so yeah. to see how that all works. So there'll be someone else doing our show. I I, we don't wait. know if it's for one day or if it will be. Uh, I think it's a one hour. One hour. Yeah. Um, uh, and that will be interesting. And then we are going to be doing someone else's show. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of keep you informed, tell you more about that as, like as we get closer. According to folklore, you can stand a raw egg on the spring equinox or the fall equinox. Let us know if it works for you. Where do you find the equinox? You look online and see when the spring equinox is. And you put it And then anywhere? you wait, wait for that day. Uh-huh. And then you put it on your counter. That's exciting. So everybody, find that. Put it in your calendar. I mean, it's not exciting. <laughs> it's not really <laughs> exciting. But uh, put it in your calendar. And on that day, let's see if that egg stands on its end. And I don't know which end. You'll have to try them both. It um, doesn't matter. I mean, you could scramble them afterwards. I'll eat You them. could. So you so the spring equinox obviously is the one that's coming. Uh-huh. And uh, Google that, put that in your calendar, do the egg test, there and give go. us a holler. Cool. Octopus. There's some more for your buffet. No. Some octopus species lay 56,000 eggs at a time. On average, a giant Pacific octopus will lay 56,000 eggs at the end of a pregnancy over the course of about a month, NPR reports. At first, these new babies float through the surrounding water unattached to one another or their mother. But then the mother gathers each egg, which is about the size of a grain of rice, and weaves them into braids allowing her to keep an eye on everyone at the same time. That's fascinating. I cannot imagine weaving something as small as a grain of rice. I don't know how she weaves them all together. Does she have some kind of spit I, I that don't she know. uses or her squid ink? I mean, <sighs> how long does she let them just fly around by themselves before she does that? She's got a... That'd be so cool to see in a nature program. Uh-huh. Um... And then once they hatch, I bet they just have a free-for-all because she cannot possibly raise 56,000. All those little octopi. octopi. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So they're gone. They they, um, they probably just, um, you know, what do you call it? Uh, 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 Fly the coop. Fly the nest. Or or what is that called? What is that saying? The jump the nest? What is it? um, when you leave home, you I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to watch her. <laughs> <laughs> leave the nest? Is it leave? Is it that simple? Um, <laughs> they do early. Uh, they leave early, um, I would think, out into the the uh, vastness of the ocean, leaving early to go on with their lives, their careers, their mistakes. <laughs> Look, like, what exactly is happening here? 
WTBR-FM Pittsfield. Are you on the staff or do you volunteer for a Pittsfield nonprofit organization? Make sure to tell them PSA Days start 2024 on March 14th. For three days, the PCTV and WTBR-FM staff devote their skills and resources to create professional public service announcements for our community's nonprofits, and it's entirely free of charge. To schedule your nonprofits hour block of production time, email PSADays at Pittsfield.org or call 413-445-4234. Join WTBR-FM for World Radio Day on Tuesday, February 13th with an open house. Running from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m., whether you've always dreamed about starting your own radio show or just have listened to us for years and are curious, we'd love to meet you and show you how we've grown since moving Federico Drive five years ago. See how WTBR is bringing the love of radio to you on World Radio Day, February 13th, with an open house from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. We need to talk about your show. <laughs> My friend Bev has a show that airs at midnight. Midnight. And it's called Beyond. Beyond. And can you imagine at midnight? And you have to, I mean, you can listen to it anytime. Yeah. But you kind of have to do it in the dark. <laughs> Maybe in your room, <laughs> lying in your bed in the dark. Uh huh. And then you hear Bev's voice uh-huh. come on the radio. Yeah. Telling you dark tales <laughs> of the darkness. <laughs> Of space. With that or beyond. Voice, yes. And then you fall asleep. Have you actually listened to at least once? I forget. Oh, I geez. have yeah, to okay. listen. All right. I, you sure. know, it's... Sure. Okay. Yeah, no, never. Mind. You know what I'll do? What's going on here? What are you gonna do? I'll write it on a rubber band. Uh, I'm gonna put it in my calendar. You gotta make a mosaic of, of eggshells. I wrote it in my I wrote it in my um, calendar just now. Okay. So that I will remember. Well, um, this don't listen to last week's. Listen to next week's. Next week's. Yep. Why is that? Because I found a better way to record. It sounds better. Oh. Oh. Do you have an effect? Did you add some kind of an effect? No, no, no. I got rid of an effect. You got rid of an effect. Yeah. Are there um, uh, subjects? Is there a title? Is it a title? Kampala. Kampala? Kampala. What's Kampala? It's a person. It's a person. Uh Uh-huh. That's a person's name. Yes. Kampala. Yeah. And that's the one that we will hear on... Maybe next week. I don't know what order he's got them on. Next week. Just look at the blog for Kampala. Just look at the blog for Kampala. And next week will actually be February 8th. Cool. All right. So that is exciting. Okay. Let's talk some more about eggs. Okay. Well, forget about my little buffet. Okay. All these things I have on my desk right now, I'm going to just delete 
but you're going to tell us what, ask us what's true and what's false. Oh, that's true. Yes, I am. And that one, see, now, okay. Hmm. NFL teams are divided into three conferences. True or false? Apples and pears are part of the rose family. True or false? The liver is the second heaviest organ in the body. True or false? Hmm. Well, because I know nothing about the NFL, and all of you fans out there are probably just screaming right now, <laughs> saying, are you kidding me? We know that. We nine, I know that. So I have no idea if the three conferences is correct. Apples and pears, that's pretty close because they both flower beautifully. And then the liver could be, could be right. I have to think some more about it. Okay. Government grades are based on the size of the air cell in the egg. The egg's quality and its freshness. Air cell? The air cell. C-E-L-L. A a grade AA egg must be less than 10 days old from packing. A grade A egg is 30 days. But what is the air cell? I don't know, but that's how... uh, do you just said the grade A egg is three days, and then you said the grade A egg is 30 days. Which the one is it? Grade A egg must be oh, less A-A. than 10 days old from packing. So the more A's on it, the better. Correct. Oh. If you have a grade A egg, it can be up to 30 days. Oh, wow. You know, I want some fresh eggs. I, I didn't know I that. I want an egg, like a right-away egg. I want a right-away egg. <laughs> so, so, if there's so. any of you out there that are listening that know me and see me every week, you know who you are, and you have chickens, I would like a really fresh egg. So on Sunday morning or on Wednesday before or on Tuesday before Bible study, if you have chickens, would you please bring me an egg? So You, you might be surprised about what it looks like. A new egg? Yeah, because they don't always look like the ones you buy in the store. They're kind of a little, little lopsided, maybe? They're, they're different, yeah. My dad had eggs, but I just don't remember uh-huh. um, eating the egg. I probably did eat the egg right away, but but probably just forgot. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Remember, people, give yeah. her the egg. Makes me want to write a song. Hmm. A cow bison... Is there more? A cow-bison hybrid is called a beefalo. You can even buy its meat in at least 21 states. A buffalo that mates with a cow. Better than a chickalo. (laughs) Chicken and a what? Buffalo. Oh, Okay, so does it, it, a be- is it I've alive? Heard or? Of, I've heard of beefalo. Yeah? There's a place, is it per, in Peru? Oh, man. The, I, the country Peru? No. The town? Of Peru? Of Peru. Here I had in a li- Massachusetts? Yeah, I had a listing there. And when I go up to show the house, I always pass this farm. And it had a sign out in front, and it said beefalo. Oh, my gosh. So if that farm still exists... 
maybe they still sell beefalo. Now, when you read that, I, I don't recall, is it a better cut of meat? Is it more tender? Does Doesn't it say? Doesn't say. Doesn't say. I'm just worried about the cow. Maybe she wasn't really in mood <laughs> for a she, buffalo. I mean, she come didn't want to be a willing participant. Could be. I well, don't know. Well, they have ways around that. We won't go there. <laughs> no, no, we won't. But it's it's kind of sad. Why? Maybe that beefalo. Maybe that buffalo is a stud, <laughs> which would make me even more scared. <laughs> try i would try uh, you know i would probably try it but my head um can't wrap around sometimes if there's food somebody's got to tell not tell you what it is yeah yeah um what did i i had something recently and i oh i had duck uh, well i'll tell you i think i i think i mentioned this my friend made two beautiful they look like roasted chicken they look like rotisserie chickens she made this amazing sauce for it and everything and it wasn't oily. She had a way that she cooked it so the oil, oily part drained out yeah. while it was baking. Yeah. And it was really good. It was like dark meat chicken. It didn't taste funny or anything. It was my head. Hmm. I kept looking at Donald Duck quack, quack, quack. and the little nephews and thinking, ooh. ooh. <laughs> That's beautiful. It was really good. Okay. Okay. The whitish, the, the whitish twisted material. Seen near the raw egg yolk. Uh-huh. You know that little piece, uh-huh. that little thing? Like the umbilical cord? Like that. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Is thick albumin, which is part of the layer of dense egg white surrounding the entire yolk. Okay? Okay. Its purpose is to help keep the yolk centered in the egg. The albumin is especially prominent in fresh, high-quality eggs. I would rather it not be there. Do you take it out? No, but just thinking about it as an umbilical cord thinking, I know. you know. All right, let's just go on. Um, I take it out. You know oh. how you get it out? You suck it out with a straw. Oh. Well, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> she just made it worse. Okay, the Windy City. The Windy City nickname has nothing to do with Chicago's weather. If you live in Chicago, you might already know this random fact, but we're betting most other people don't. Chicago's nickname was coined by 19th century journalists who are referring to the fact that its residents were windbags and full of hot air. Is that right? (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) And it always sounded so positive in a a weather way or windy way. Because you think of any city, especially I, in New York City, would they have the buildings are so tall, you have like tunnels of air yeah. that come through, and it's it's hard. But that's not what they meant at all. No, I wonder if Chicago knows that. Mm. <laughs> Time for emails, people. <laughs> Chicago at Chicago dot com. Show me how full of hot air you uh-huh. can be. That's. Good. Very insulting in a way (laughs) for those poor people. The color of the yolk ah, is determined by the feed. So have you ever noticed that organic eggs are darker? darker. Oh. Oh. If the chicken eats grass, yellow corn, and other feed rich in yellow pigments, the yolk will be a deep yellow in direct relation to the amount of yellow in the feed 
regardless of the breed of chicken or the color of the shell. I never knew a chicken could dye its own egg. <laughs> it can. <laughs> yeah, it can. And that's a that's probably uh well, you know, it's kind of, when when I first saw an egg that was yellow like that, uh-huh. yellow, yellow, yellow. Yeah, I thought, ah, oh, I can't eat that. That's weird. Yeah, because I'm so accustomed. It doesn't to, look normal, right? But it's a it's obviously maybe a better, healthier huh. egg. Okay. I wonder if um, it says here that if the chicken eats grass, yellow corn, and other feed stuff rich in yellow pigments, I wonder if it just ate grass. If the yolk would, would, it, would be, be green? green, huh? And ate well, nothing yellow. R- free range? Yeah. Isn't that grass? Just grass? Maybe. I didn't know that grass um, was yellow, had yellow pigments. But maybe they have eaten something blue as well and it turned green. Yeah. Be a good scientific. Why don't you get some chickens and figure this out? Yeah, right. My neighbor has chickens. I think I'll ask him. Firefighters. Firefighters use wetting agents to make water wetter. The chemicals reduce the surface tension of plain water, so it's easier to spread and better soaks into objects, which is why it's known as wet water. Wow. Never knew. Never knew that one. Never knew. Just kind of heard wet water, and I'm thinking, uh, wet. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting fact. Mm-hmm. How long do you think an incubation period is for a chicken egg? Oh, gosh. Hmm. I have no idea. I never really had to go get them. 21 days. They're pregnant for 21 days? Is that what you mean? Incubation period, I would think. Before they hatch into little babies? Yeah, because they don't sit in the nest for 21 days. Don't they, then, uh, nobody would want to eat that. Um, I'm going to look that up while you talk. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. Well, I've got a couple of these that are starred because they're pretty good. Spam. The brand name Spam mm. is a combination of spice and ham. Mm. This is one of those interesting facts that you probably thought you knew, but actually didn't. Mm. Contrary to American mythology, SPAM is not an acronym for scientifically processed animal matter or shoulder of pork and ham. And the magazine Eater reports that all it is is ham and spice. Ham and spice, that's it? That's it. But now let's define ham. (laughs) Okay, so ham could be what? Oink, oink. Anything. What? Anything on the pig. Ears, eyes, lips. Oh, oh, you're going in a completely different place than I was thinking. Tail. Think about it. It's all ham. Okay. So incubation for eggs is is an incubator. So... so, we're we're getting yeah. I'm still not sure because this has got little chicks in an I- incubator, but this is a fully automatic egg incubator that you you can buy an egg incubator. So I'm not quite sure what 
What that does, if you have an egg and you pick it up from under the chicken, you put it in an egg incubator? Why? What does that do? Help. Email us. Ask a farmer. Yeah. If you're a farmer, email us. Yeah. Or go to one of those stores that sells chickens. And ask. Yeah. Hmm. Shortly after an egg is laid, it is... Oh, wow. Listen to this. Of course you have to listen to this. (laughs) You don't have any choice. Well, you do have a choice. (laughs) I can talk over you. (laughs) It is placed... Okay, so shortly after an egg is laid, it is placed in front of a light source that reveals the condition of the innards. This process is called candling. Hmm. Oh, I've or maybe it's can I think that. it's candling. Okay. Candling can detect cracks in the shell or or harmless but unappetizing blood spots. I've seen those on the yolk. It also reveals the size of the egg's air cell, which we talked there about you before. Go. The smaller the cell, the better the egg. So it must be that air pocket. But if you want a chicken to come out of it, wouldn't you just leave it with mommy? I think you would, I think. Instead of taking it away from mommy? That's kind of sad. It is It is sad, but what do you think she's going to do with it? They don't care. It's <laughs> like when you have little kittens and puppies. Yeah. It's like you they're th- going away from their mommies. Well, yeah. I don't know that chickens care. Do you think they care? I guess we'll, we'll never know. I, I, oh, that's, oh, okay. Well, I think maybe, when, octopus, obviously, they don't care, because. <laughs> she braids Well, she them. does braid them, but then she, they, they she, well, she might care, but she can't really care for them after they, like, become octopi. They must be, like, a tile or something. Mm-hmm. So okay. this must be, because I know on a farm, you just go pick up the egg and bring it in and eat it. This has got a, this is for, you know, selling eggs in a, in, All of a sudden, it just doesn't feel right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. There are parts of Africa in all four hemispheres. For people whose education was largely focused on the Western world, it may be surprising to find out exactly how huge the continent of Africa is. For instance, it spans all four hemispheres and covers nearly 12 million square miles. That's big. So if you say I'm from Africa and somebody says what town, <laughs> chances are you're not from the same town. Chances are. Nope. Yeah. Have nope. you ever thought that you'd ever like to go to Africa? Nope. To a safari? Nope. On a safari rather? Nope. Hmm. I'll watch it on TV and you know, it's funny. We were just visiting someone in uh, in Florida, and we were talking about all that. And we were talking about how you can get a really big, you know, flat screen TV for your home, and you can travel the world. <laughs> just enjoy it from your own home. Because we were we were watching football, and and the and he had said that somebody wanted to take him to one of the big games, and he said, "Why do I want to go to one of those games and fight the crowd?" And when I can sit here in the comfort of my own home. No, no, I can tell you. I okay. can tell you the reason. Okay. I love Dallas Cowboys. Come on, people, just give me a break. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. When Smith, Emmett Smith, was the running back, monster of a beautiful man, he made the team. I had a chance to go watch him play, and I didn't do it. And I regret it to this day. 
if I could go back in time, I would do it. Is Emmett Smith still alive? Yes, he is. He does no. He no longer plays. He no longer plays. Is he a sportscaster? No, but he's. I just. He was my idol. How old is he now? Oh, he's got to be in his sixties, fifties, sixties. I'll bet he has a website. I'll bet you he does. I'll bet you you can go on there and send him an email <gasps> and say, "Hey, Emmett, before I kick the bucket, I'd like to meet you." Oh my God! Wouldn't that be cool? Oh yeah! Wouldn't that be cool? Because he's probably not as popular now, so he probably doesn't oh, get yes, that much is. email. Oh yes, he is. He's oh. in commercials and everything. Oh, he is. Yeah. I'll have to take a look and see what this this, uh, this uh, guy I'm melting. <laughs> You realize he could probably be your... Oh, no, not really. Oh, he, yeah. Yeah, he could. Well, <laughs> you got Relative. Relative. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a relative. A cousin. I'm sure there's... Emmett n- Smith. There is in this generation, so I'm sure there were before. Emmett Smith. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm writing. Okay. Okay. Want to hear another egg thing? Yeah. (gasps) Old wives' tales suggest that the shape of an egg indicates the sex of the chick that will hatch from it. Unfortunately, there is no truth to this myth. Scientists are unable to distinguish between the sexes before the eggs hatch. Well, that's interesting. So but even if you let it go all the way to right before it hatches, you can't they tell. can't tell. Oh, oh! Remember the show, the show, uh, Dirty Jobs. Yes, I've seen. I've seen the commercials. One for of it. the things that he did was he worked in a some kind of a chick factory where they packed up all the chicks and shipped them hey, out. Chicky chick. And they had to they had to look at the little chick and see if it was a male or a female. And he had to. He, I can picture it now. So he had this big clump of chicks, and he had these little rubber gloves on, and he had to turn the chick over, and he had to press on something, and then he would see, I maybe if something popped out, it was a male, and uh-huh, if something uh-huh. didn't pop out, and they had to go in separate, separate boxes. Otherwise, they would start breeding? No, because when they ship them, they're shipping the male or the females. Separately? To wherever they have to go to turn into chickens to be eaten or to breed or whatever okay they, i i don't know that answer okay. I, I know i'll make you feel better All pets right. they were shipping them out to be pets thank you okay okay <laughs> nfl teams are divided into three conferences mm. apples and pears are a part of the rose family the liver is the second heaviest organ in the body which one of those is not true i think apples and pears are not as much as the flowers, I don't think it's a ro- rose family. I'm going to say that the apples and pears are false. Uh, Darn. <laughs> you should have gone with your first thought. The NFL? Yep. Really? It's only two conferences. There's two conferences. So when three. do they go to them? Like twice a year? They go twice a no, year? No, 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 no. There's teams and they're <laughs> set. Each team has a conference. Oh, they, There's oh two they go to their own conferences. Yes. Do they have speakers come to the conferences to speak? Oh, and my God. Do they break for no, lunch? No, no, no. <laughs> just 
<laughs> All right. It's, it's the American Football Conference and the National Football Conference. <laughs> it's the NFL and the AFL, and that's it. Okay, so they have their own conferences. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I've been to a lot of conferences. I think they're, I learn a lot. You know, you stay overnight in a nice hotel, you go to the pool. Emmett. I must tell you that I watched a lot of football when I was in Florida, and we had a ball. It's, I love football. And it's really fun watching football with people who are enjoying watching football. <laughs> Even if you don't know anything about football, <laughs> the people enjoying football make it so much fun. My husband and our friend Reggie were enjoying football, yelling, everything. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was a game last week, and it was, well, Tampa was still, Tampa was still in the running, and then oh, Tampa, the Tampa blew it. So yeah. now Tampa won't be at the Super Bowl. Right. And then we were watching whatever other teams there were next. The Ravens are going to do it. And uh, it was, it, you think? I think. Yeah. Either Because if the 49ers can keep it going, maybe. But I would like to see the two of them together. So you know about football. And if we have one more minute, um, when they're on the field and a couple of the players get into a little scrimmage, you know, they get mad at each other sure, and they kind of sure. push. And they don't get penalized. How come they don't get penalized? Depends on, on what kind of a scuffle you're talking about. So they're if just kind of pushing each other on the shoulders yeah. and shoving each other with if their they shoulders. they walk away, and, then And it's they're okay. in each other's faces and their helmets are almost if, touching. If, if, if they're punching or the helmet comes off or something like that, yeah, definitely be up. All right. Um, so yeah. if they have a little, maybe not a, what did I say? Scu scuffle. That's a more of a scuffle. Yeah. It's yeah. like not a scrimmage. And you walk away. Yeah. It's a scuffle or a, or a thing. It, yeah. yeah, it's not very good sportsmanship, but... But they're not penalized. What if they do it several times? Then they can probably be kicked out of the game. Kicked out of the game. No pun intended, right? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe... I thought that everybody made the field goals all the time. No. I didn't know that you can really... One of them missed the field goal big time. I mean, way off. And I thought, what? I mean, he wasn't even close that's pretty sad. And that's the time when I think the kicker needs to sneak off the field and go home. <laughs> because I think that everybody's going to say, what the heck was that? Well, you look at their face and you can tell how embarrassing yeah. it is. The last game with, oh, man, the quarterback threw a pass. It was their only chance to win. He threw the pass and it was intercepted. Ouch. They lost the game. So it was intercepted, and the other team ended One. up with the ball. Yeah. 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 I, I think we should do a sports show. And with that, we will bid adieu. <laughs> Let's get rid of... Uh, one of the announcers. I like Troy Aikman, but the other guy who was on the Dallas team, he talks Are too you much. still talking about football? I thought you were talking about our show. Oh, no, and no. we had to stop. We Tony Romo. I, on this program. Get rid of Romo. Romo. Well, okay, I'll PCTV agree with you because I have no idea who he is, but I trust you.